Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's going to relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Better luck next time, Fernando Forestieri. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, everyone. Was it that? Better look next time. You said his name wrong. Fernando Forestieri. 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 You know what my reputation is like with these oh. kind of surnames. Must be fair. It was close. It was closer than on your bike or whatever his name was from. On Norwich. your bike. He was something like that, wasn't it? Forestieri. Forestieri. That's what I say it right. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, everyone. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Luke Thompson. Alright, guys! It's been a while. I was going to say, you haven't been on for a while. That's how I remember seeing a tweet just after Christmas. Oh, I'm going to be on Fancast every week. Yeah, I've been listening to it since. Sorry, where where on earth, Luke? There's been an issue. I can't make Wednesdays because. Are you out delivering shopping for Asda as well? My son has swimming. And I've just found out today he might start football training on Tuesdays now. So. Oh, nice. Oh. So it might be I do, I do the football, the missus does the swimming, and Wolves need to play more Tuesday matches. Mm. But we'll, I'll work away. Okay. I'm sure Wolves will work around it for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. So if the FA Thursday night. It's all good. I've uh, got Luke Regan. Evening. Evening. Well. And we've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. As well. Uh, just before we I start. I love that you've got the same intro. Sorry. The same <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. It's, it's not even the same two words. It's the same tone and pitch. Luke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> oh. uh, just before we start the podcast this week, obviously a lot of you are aware of the Watford fan, Nick Cruz, who was attacked and put in a critical condition hospital after the game at the weekend. We all share the highs and lows of following our football team, but everyone is entitled to return home safe. Our thoughts are with Nick and his family at this difficult time, and we hope he makes a speedy recovery. So, let's go on to the podcast this week, gentlemen. And I can't believe I'm going to say these words, but African Cup of Nations update, everyone. Can you believe it? African Cup of Nations update, everyone. And uh, Marley's head coach, Henrik Kasprzak, I'm going to say. Um, Unfortunately, his contract's not going to be renewed now. 
Good. Um, Hopefully someone that doesn't pick Sacco and Dicko might get the job. He did pick Dicko anyway, did he, half the time? But he did for qualifiers, didn't he? Could you imagine that if that was based on the lots? And he was there. Yeah. <laughs> just watch it. Your jobs. If Marley doesn't get picked out, oh, you're, you're off, lad. You're off, mate. It'd be shocking that would, wouldn't it? But um, I saw that the other day and thought I think it was only right to bring back our popular feature, African Cup of Nations. Have it's we got any safe Americans or anything? We haven't have we? Because there's a Copa America this summer, I believe. Or is it next summer? No, it's this summer. It's this Who summer. was the last safe American we had? Was it like Will Hay? Well, I think Lou now yeah. plays um, for Melbourne Victory. Look, you think this is exotic, so I need Ronald Zubar has yes. signed for New York Red Bulls yeah. and apparently wears the number zero. Yeah. Yes. He's gone hipster. Football hipster. He doesn't he actually wears yeah. number 23. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The current format of the Copa America as well, haven't they? I think Jamaica are in it. Well, could yeah, be in it. Trinidad and Tobago, USA, Mexico. Oh, that might be the next so they've incorporation. Got, they've got all, oh, yeah, all the common calf nations as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know they have... Is it the Gold Cup? The Gold Cup, yeah, but... Um, I did actually see that on Football Manager. <laughs> that the in the next Copa America, USA was in it, Trinidad and Bago. Oh, really? America, yeah. That'd be good, because I think and the, the, that, the, those nations are starting to get a bit better, really. Yeah, yeah especially more, yeah. USA America especially. Will, will get better. And it, I think it's a four-team, four-group format as well. That'll probably work better, then, yeah. Because wasn't it just a two-group, four-team I mean, before? Yeah, that sounds mm. about right. There's only about eight to ten teams and that compete anyway. Oh, so. well, isn't, yeah. their, isn't their qualification really weird for the World Cup in that they just play every nation from South America yeah. once? No, no twice. Was, they they away. Twice. Yeah, sorry, I mean once and and once Apart away. from sort of last year when Brazil won it, they play exactly the same teams in exactly the same order. Every... Every, every, every tournament, they always play yeah. in the same order, apparently. And as well, it, this is what nice and walls related. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> International fan cast. No, don't go any of this. This is a you know we're, we're teaching the audience think, about yeah. eclectic football. Is here. It in 2018, the Euro Nations League comes into play yes. as well. That's definitely no. And I think re- it's early because that's in Football Manager earlier than that, and I haven't got to 2018. And that replaces yet. the format of friendlies, doesn't it? It's trying to make it more competitive, yeah. and it well, also determines how yeah, people it, qualify. Yeah, but I, think, more. I think there's like 12 groups of three teams yeah. in that. Yeah, it's going to say really stupid because I mean on, on FM my England one was England uh, Croatia and Azerbaijan or something stupid but then stupid. saying that I think I did look at the rules and I think that's just for the first one then going forward there's going to be like a Premier League and mm. a Championship like dependent on, on how you finish on that which is we'll, 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 we'll go UA for actually well, doing I, sensible that's all I think that's yeah. a, a much better idea than, than friendlies because they just no meaning to them, because it? from what I've heard, it, although the rules still seem complicated when you read it, it still determines potential places in um, qualifications yeah, yeah. or to get to the World Cup or European Championships. And I think it will be a lot more representative because if if you do take this quite competitive, which I think all nations possibly will, then it will be more representative to the Compl- points that you accrue when you Compl- play these Compl- nations. finds its level, doesn't it? So I mean, eventually, if you have those teams that are actually going to have chances to beat each other rather than getting mm. nobbed by England and Italy and, mm. well not so much England mm. but Italy and Germany <laughs> you get what I'm saying yeah. but like Gibraltar are only going to get better if they play against teams where they've actually got a shot yeah. that sort of thing they're not going to learn anything by losing 8-0 to Spain are they no. well, well I, th- I think we've really taught the audience to make here about international football this is what happens when you bring the A team back so you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome everyone um, let's talk about other news Carla Kimi is nearing fitness thank God well th- we'll talk about Kujak's performance uh, in Watford but initially um, would you put Akimi straight back into a team or would you keep the pole in the goal I'd Ooh. bring Akimi straight back in well done. yeah thank you <laughs> I just I honestly feel that I mean uh, 
and you might want to save this for when we do the match, but I honestly feel that he was to blame. He could have stopped both the goals. Mm. Mm. Well, we can talk mm. about that. Maybe the second. But, do you not but think that, that he... wasn't a camera save, so it wasn't as likely to happen. Do you not think that you need to give Hakimi some under twenty one matches before he gets in? You can't just throw him in. He's not no because he's a keeper, not a centre half. He still needs match fitness, so surely. I think. I think there's a difference of keepers. I think it's match sharpness, and I don't think you can lose that in the time that he's been out. I don't think you need. What, what I mean, Luke, you've always been Carla Kimi's number one fan. What do you think? You've been Carla Kimi's number one bloody lookalike. That's why. Yeah. Um, I'd bring him straight back in. I just think with Kushak, there's always a. There's always a. That was a, a really mis- weak. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's always. I just think there's a mistake in him all the time. I mean, you look at him on crosses. And corners, yeah. and he's he flaps too much. Yeah. He's kicking, oh, is he horrendous. kicks with the side of his foot, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not terrible. I was saying last week on the show how we are sort of used to Wolves Academy goalies, so they all have the same style. So, Akimi, <laughs> none of them can kick, none of them yeah. can but kick no, they all, can, they all yeah. come out the same way to claim the ball, don't they? Mm. Akimi comes out the same way, um, Murray does, and Hennessy to a certain extent. Akimi, sorry, no, Akimi. Kushak. Kushak, I completely forgot. Champions League winner. Yeah, yeah, Champions League winner. You know, you, you, know you did that. I actually went on a date with a girl last week and I had to check my text <laughs> on my phone so I can't remember what her name is. I was sat there thinking, I can't remember what her name is, can't remember what her name is, can't remember. Just a lot of love. Yeah, yeah, I, Sweet be, love. No, bear with me a second, just got to check this text. Uh, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen to Ashley, <laughs> yeah. the Regan wasn't remotely interested in yet. Yeah, but no, Kushak has a completely different style to um, what we're used to. Uh, I don't know. I'd bring Akimi back in. Yeah. Um, so he's what, only been out for. Lolly's well, been out for eight weeks. Yeah, I don't think it's really. Eight weeks. I don't think it's it'll, be, it'll be about. It'll be oh, eight sorry. weeks in total. Sorry. What I'll say is Kushak has been capable, and really before Saturday, I don't think he's been to blame for any of the results that we've suffered when no. they've been negative. Mm. However, I do feel that Saturday was a big one. I think. On it's, him. I think he had a poor performance against some games where he's actually been okay, especially Rotherham and Fulham. I thought he did. He played quite well. But we'll talk more about Kujak in Watford, which is coming up right now because I believe that's all news done. Unless there's anything else anyone wants to bring up. Have you Jack seen the, Yeah, I was saying, have you seen the Jack Price beard story. Uh, yes, and he hasn't had it shaved. He's is... going to have it shaved, though, isn't he? No, he won't. He will. No, he won't. <laughs> no, he, no, he won't. No, he won't. That, <laughs> no, he if you don't can't, can't it was I'll me and there. Dave that went and sabotaged the, the shaving blade. Yeah. Yeah. The razor. It's not going to happen. That's why he doesn't shoot. You know all them times I've been quid on here and say, Jack Price is great until he gets within 25 yards of the box. Mm. It's because he never shoots. Jack Price likes his beard too much. That's why. You didn't want to miss the beard. Uh, I, I know from... So he basically didn't mean to score that goal. Though. No. He was like, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? I actually, I, I've watched the highlights and I can't see. No. no did he hit him? Did he, did he, as you say, did he shoot? Yeah. He didn't shoot. Well, sorry, I actually don't know how it's his goal off. Yeah, but the thing is, and this is, this is, let's go back to hipsters. Jack Price is the reason why people have started growing beards. People that look like Jack Price, when they grow their beard like that, look, mm. it looks good. Mm. Rather than these hipster arseholes who grow a little bit of ginger stubble underneath the chin and can't grow a problem so they've got a random mistake <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically well, I hate hipsters and their <laughs> beards yeah. I've no idea who's been trying to do that over the last few weeks uh, not sp- specifically you <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I, the thing is yours is that bad I hadn't even noticed no, you'd be trying to grow I one. know exactly um, no it's gone oh, now it's, yeah. it's gone now um, yeah so Jack Price don't get rid of the beard facial hair don't <laughs> 
Don't get rid of the beer, Jack, and that's uh, news this week. It was a intense game at the weekend on Saturday, which is obviously when Saturday just come in the week, uh, with a 2-2 draw at Molyneux against Watford. Ben Kifobi and Jack Price with the goals for Wolves, but cancelled out from goals from Watford, obviously. Vidra got one. Who got the other goal for Watford? Troy Deeney. There we go. You could say, though, that on the bounce of play, it was a fair result. To be honest, Although Wolves could have slightly nicked it. Um, But let's get... (laughs) Let's get the big talking point out of the way first. Fernando Forestieri. But I've got to say that right. Fernando Forestieri. Obviously, Sacco was sent off for some very strange reason, uh, but, which has now been rescinded and he'll be available for the game against Brighton, so justice has been served. What was Fernando thinking? The, the annoying thing is how Watford players and fans alike seem to complain when Holborn got sent off. Holbert should have been Holbert shouldn't have been sent off then. He should have been sent off the four oh, times earlier yeah. when he'd fell. You know what I mean? It's it's do you know when people talk and you get that frustrated you could rip your hair out because I it's think like, Dave has that most weeks to be <laughs> are, are you that blind to the yeah. game that you can't yeah. see what's so visibly obvious? You know, it's I mean the ref was crap all game. Yeah, oh yeah. Um the forest, whatever his name is. Because then he's going to ruin that song that Abba sung. Um, one, there it, was no- <laughs> one. It was a, it was a dirty tackle on Sacco in the first place. It was a rugby tackle. Which, if he would have caught him, he could have. He could. He could have. He could have gone for that because um, the way Sacco fell quite awkwardly, didn't he? Sort mm. of on his knees. Then he got up. He pushed Sacco. Mm. Sacco. Which is natural. If somebody goes to put you, your natural instinct is to, is to flick their hands yeah. away from your body. But that's what Sacco did. Fioris fell to the floor like he'd just been. Are we, could, are we by trying to come up with all the, uh, the different insults we could say before Dave has to get the ping? <laughs> yeah. And 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 the ref fell for it. Which what's wrong with football now is that is it's simulation. He should get it's blatant cheating. The FA need to look at that and and pull him up on it. Yeah. Otherwise. It's just going to keep happening week in week. That's one of the worst That's one of the worst examples that we've seen. I mean, yeah. I'm not just saying that because he's a because it was against the Wolves player. I mean, fair play to the Watford fans though because they have tore him new ones. Mm. Yeah. They have really come out in force over there and, yeah. and criticised. Like their manager said, I didn't see the incident. Oh, yeah, but take a stance on it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, you, we all know for a fact, Jack. If someone like Van der Parra did that. It was an uh, injustice of football, really. Luckily, well, luckily, thankfully, Sacco's red card's been overturned. We're all back to normal. Van La Parra had Harbin on toast all game. Mm. He was killing him. Every time Van La Parra ran at him, mm. you could see Harbin was scared mm. and he was holding on to him, wasn't he? Yeah. He, because he was that scared of him. He was holding on to I him. Don't, he should, he should have been booked at least once or twice. I don't understand before. how they can. Because he, if, if Harbin doesn't take Van La Parra out, Van La Parra's through. Yeah. For a good, I mean, he's still quite he's it's, obviously it's wide, right, but for a good crossing opportunity, and we had bodies forward at the time. But their reaction to it, I could not see the why they were so outraged and, yeah. by it. Like, it just didn't make it seemed any odd, sense. But I thought it rolled up their players a bit, and it rolled up their staff, which then probably contributed to Forest Dairy rugby tackling Sacco, mm. which. So I've said this. On. I mean, really, if you think about it, you should have had a yellow for the tackle. 
At least a yellow for the simulation. That's at least a, and a, a third yellow for rising his hands in the first place. Yeah, that's because it was he was yeah, the that's what, sorry, yeah, in that's every what, phase of that. Um, last season, he got quite a bad eye injury, and apparently he almost lost his vision because of it. And I did see some Watford fans very sheepishly try and defend him, saying, "Well, he might have gone down because they thought it was going to hurt his eye again." Oh, and then they saw the incident. Yeah. Then I think Sol said him a I will say this though: I thought he, I thought he had pushed him. Mm. Like from my angle, when at the time, I thought Sacco, what have you done that for? Exact, exact. Mm. I mean, I even tweeted it's Sacco at the time. I tweeted it's Sacco's own fault for raising his hands and giving the ref the chance to send him off. Mm. However, having seen it now, mm. I mean, I can mm. see that his hands more went forty-five degrees rather yeah. than ninety, like flat. But it's. There's no real need for a debate no. on it. The justice has been done, and hopefully, we won't see anything like that again at Monia. Let's go back onto the game in general. Do you think Wolves just edged it, despite it being? Oh, no, I don't think it was just uh, just edged it. I, I genuinely think we that's one of them games where we smashed them because they never looked like scoring apart from the two times they got the ball through, which Kushak should have dealt with. I don't know. I thought, no, I thought you look at the stats, and we really we outplayed yeah. them. We had Did more we? possession, more shots. What more was the possession? Uh, Could you just read the stats, please? Sorry. Yeah, sure. Yeah, stop stop interrupting him. <laughs> Let that man read his stats. So Let Dave fi- host. Yeah, so we had 54% possession, um, 16 shots to 12, 6 shots on target to 4. Uh, we had slightly greater possession. We had 77 to 76. We had more corners, um, more total passes, less like, offsides. It didn't really play like a game where we only mm. had 5% more possession. I, I mean, the mm. one... I'll will save this for that cut the thing later about the things you heard in the stand. But some of the comments were hilarious that they thought that Watford were the better footballing team. Not in a long shot. I honestly think that the two times they ever looked dangerous were the two times they scored. They, scored. they did have a shot that hit the crossbar, yeah. didn't they? In the second, oh. And they did have another shot. I think in the second half they played counter and they played it well. In the first half they did start the lively of the two teams. I I thought second half they was a they was more dangerous than us in the final third. Because I thought our service up to a five in the second half was dreadful. Oh yeah, nothing. It was, it, 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 it was feeding off scraps and it was it was terrible. Whereas in the first half, McDonald was playing those balls through. Mm. There was a few where it was like you know, it's, oh, if it was yeah, just like, yeah. Oh, they've got, got, got a lovely look. Yeah, it's it's superb. And you see that picture of Jack Price <laughs> in the background is like. It used to be like that with me. <laughs> but you know, I think Fabi's movement and he's, mm-hmm. he's brilliant, and he's, he's always looking for that ball in behind. But I just think second half. Final third, I thought yeah. it was poor. You know, I'm, no a, kill touch, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of Van der Parra, mm. and I think he gets a lot of stick, which isn't well, deserving. We're, we're going to talk about Van der Parra in a bit. Okay. There's a bit, bit of a section on it. Let's talk about Wolves' goal. Well, let's talk about all the goals, firstly. A phobie's goal. Once again, Kevin McDonald, the king of three balls. Has he been playing FIFA? Yeah. I think he's been. I, wa- I, think he's been wa- I think he's been watching them in NFL. How can I make this role actually into football? And better, he's done it. That was a better pass than Bournemouth. Yes, yeah. it was. And is it, it, but I think what was equally good about that goal was a phobie's finish at that angle. Yeah, you, as soon as that ball got to a phobie, I you just knew it was going to go. You're like, mm. you just, as soon this. as he gets a chance, you know, you think he's more likely to score than yeah. not, which is an absolutely lovely feeling as a fan. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I'd say for the, I'd say for. All I was going to say for a phobie is he scored the joint most goals so far in all, comp- all competitions this season with uh, Harry Kane. Uh, I uh, think we were supposedly getting him at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, you could say teams have got a phobia. 
No, you know, I tweeted you that, you know, and I like, thought that was funny. Like, you, know, you know when you tweeted that, the, you when you tweeted that, yeah. that was about the same reaction as it got. Yeah. As it just yeah. got from, yeah. That's almost as bad as my phobia reading jokes. Um, then oh, just, I was going to say, someone, like, asked, someone asked me if he was a fa- Flash player last week. No, it's just Dreamweaver. Any, no. Okay, well, that, well, one, that was a bit too. That was a bit too geeky. Yeah, I was going to say I'm looking at Dave for any help. <laughs> I knew what it was, surprisingly. But. Let's talk about what's with Equalizer. Initially, I thought, like you were saying before, Kuzak could have done a lot better with it. I think it actually caught Wolves out by surprise because Kuzak was out of his goal so much. And I think, like all keepers are, they're watching the play, they just come out the goal a bit. And I think the through ball just kind of caught the defence and him off a bit. And it was just a very easy, just as long as you get it under Kuzak, yeah. it, he's got the whole goal to aim for. But I think watching it now, rewatching it on the band's play, I think it. It, that first goal caught Wolves out. So, yeah, out. something wasn't done right in the defence just mm. because if you look, it Doty's the one who's chasing down mm. um, Vidra and in any back lot, that, that shouldn't be him, that should have been Stearman. Mm. Um, I think our offside trap clearly didn't work. I don't think Doty, it must have been then, wasn't in line with the rest of the players if he's the one who's dropping back. Mm. Um same time, it was it was well worked by them. You know, it was a good through ball from Dean who dropped deep and dragged um, the defence a bit, and then say one touch finish. Uh, second half, and can you believe it? Jack Price scored a goal. He didn't score. It's not actually his goal. Well, I can't remember. Look, how I'm trying, he I'm trying to save the beard. <laughs> I don't know how he scored that goal, and I'm sure someone out there will tell us because when we even watching it live because of the sun, and then watching the replay, you just can't. See how he scored that goal. Do you think no one saw it? He's just claiming it. it. <laughs> Has it been officially credited to him? Yeah. Yeah. Although Sky Sports spelled Price P R Y C E, and also says afterwards that Watford manager Kenny Jackett can yes. appeal the uh, red card. But it was it was great, absolutely great oh. to see him score. But also the celebration with all the players come over. I think Richard, you tweeted something after the game saying about every, you know smiles from ear to ear. Yeah. It was just it was one of those feelings where you just. Oh. Magnificent scene. I love him. Yeah. yeah. Pick Forest him up and go, look, that's my mate Jack. <laughs> not my mate, but still. Now, despite Wolves still going on at Watford and not getting that final goal, or the third goal, uh, Watford then got an equaliser through Vidra. I thought it was a combination between Danny Bart and a, um, Kujak yeah. that was at foot for that goal because Danny Bot could don't get me wrong Vidra's a very good player was Dini scored the second yeah. oh was Dini scored the yeah. second yeah. let's swap that round v- Vidra got the first oh right okay well then what the whole thing I was talking about Troy Dini before with the first goal don't question me <laughs> <about that. laughs> I, I didn't know I didn't know it was that scored the no, it wasn't no, because because no it wasn't because Troy he slid oh. over to the Watford fans and was really I, loving it. The, uh, the exact line is, how did Do you, you really not believe us? How did <laughs> you <laughs> 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 exact, exact quote. We all agreed on this before when you were Cameron Dream. Exact quote. Why didn't you question me before when I was saying that about Troy Dean? I kind of, you've been talking a lot more than usual today. I can't I have too much going on in my head. What disappointed me about that goal was Cusack's position. Yeah. I thought he was shocking. He was neither here nor there. I think he needed to be further out. I think he needed to be further out. And then he slotted the ball past him and he just sort of fell it, to the floor. It was just, it was just an easy, easy. Yeah. it was an easy goal yeah. score. Yeah, it was Troy. Didn't I mean, it? it should be, it should be Steve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't edit that in real life. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Danny Barr, I think should have tussled him a bit yeah. more, and I think he could have easily got the ball. Yeah, Steve kind of didn't catch up enough in time, and if both of them were on him, 
with Kuja, you would have thought they would have swung the ball But like in that away. situation, it's quite rudimentary, but you have one guy who goes for the ball, one guy who drops. Out of those two, you don't want Danny Bart chasing it, do you? Because, no, you know, you have... Time, so. exactly. See, that Ruddy went on. Oh, yeah, that's... Was that the first run that yeah. went on? Don't <laughs> <laughs> believe me. Right. <laughs> Come on, Danny! You're going to get altitude sickness! Come back! And Stearman's nodding in appreciation. He's going, I've taught you well. <laughs> The apprentice becomes a master. Yeah. What run, about that run, effort? my son. <laughs> you will find the light. What about that effort we had? That I don't even know where we didn't go in. How posh did you just say, man? Um, what about that effort we had? It's all that American reality TV I've been watching, guys. We had an effort, and I oh, cheered. I thought we'd gone in yeah. from the north bank end. And that was second, yeah. squeezed past. The, what? What happened? We had, was it Jack was... Price's shot that was a curler that happened moments after his yeah, goal? Think it was, yeah. <laughs> Because I remember seeing that curly, somebody said shoot, and I, like you said, it just was, I was like, could you imagine if he'd scored that? He went crazy for that first goal, he would have just like walked off been, the pitch yeah, and gone, right, that's it, sa- retiring everyone. How friend. far wide was it? Because I thought it'd gone in. In the second half, there was two, there was one, I think it hit off Henry, and there was one which just went, you say, foot wide, and then Calf got put one about an inch. That's the one that I wanted um, we were so lucky not to get mm. a third. On I thought. Did, I thought at one point though that was they were going to do that. Um, going to do the Wolves trick of headies at the post. Mm. It was. They looked a bit shaky yeah. at points. Who is their Who is their manager? Um, Slavan Jovanovic yeah. or something, isn't he? Mm. Let's talk about Van Le Parry. Got man of the match. Um, How? I thought he had a good game. He split opinions after the game. Like you two were there saying, you know, yes and no. I thought people don't appreciate a baller when they see one. I he, no, I don't appreciate. I, I appreciate a baller with appropriate flair. Yes, well done. I thought he played well, especially on that right hand right wing. There we go. Um, what, let's hear both arguments. Luke Thompson, why do you think Van Lepyre played well? Because the left back was petrified of him. Mm. I think attacking wise, again, which. Probably 80% of the games he's played this season, he's been our most dangerous attacking outlet. I thought he was that again on Saturday. The one criticism I have of his game Saturday was he overhit too many crosses for me. But apart yeah, he, I was say, he, he put a few thunderbolts. He, he did overhit a few crosses. But I, I think we missed a trick by not utilising him more than what we did because the left back was petrified of him and he was... Yeah. He had him every time. It was every only, single time, he yeah. Had it was him. only second half when he really started to. Yeah. I've seen how many players has Van the Power got either sent off or had to sub off so they don't get sent off. It's, he really terrifies defenders, doesn't he? He, he does. He, he's, 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 he's he's class. It's the slight inappropriateness of when he does things that annoys me. Like they met. It's the one thing that did me the other day was he took it past two of them, then decided to audition for Strictly Come Dancing before trying to put it in the box, and then he lost it. Yeah, but you that, know, I think the same was said about. I'm not saying if you try if you say say Ronaldo, I'm not comparing him and saying they're as good. But a lot was said about Ronaldo when he first came to the oh, Premier League. No, but there wasn't saying that he was overdoing things. Which yeah. sometimes Van der Parra may, but it's something that that can be taught. And as I well, know, I, I appreciate it, that because Sacco was the same at points. Thank you. I was just about to say when Sacco first came towards us, a lot of fans were like it's too flash, mm. it's too flash, and you just think I'm not saying he's irret- irretrievable. I'm saying that he's a bit older. The thing is, I mean, he's what twenty-four. Yeah, he yeah. should be more mature to the game. Yes, he, yeah, do, he should. Do you think? Um, someone else, James Henry. 
who was in the number 10 role. I believe he said in an interview that he does that play in that role. I thought he played really well. I Everyone wants to play there. It's, per, it's yeah. the best position. <laughs> you don't have to defend. You've got no um, you know, no need to do it. And you got, your game isn't reliant on to score goals. It's the perfect position to play. I, you just I don't th- want to do anything. The thing is, I th- <laughs> I'd rather he played there than Edwards because I think he offers more technical. And I think the thing is as well, I w- it's not so much that I'd want to see the other two inside but they can all switch when yeah, you've got three yeah. wide men effectively and they can all, it, it, they're harder to mark I, I think that he played well I think there were certain things he did that he could have done better mm. but I think once again you've got to give him time to adapt to playing mm. that new position I think it's a very if you're going to if we're only going to play the one striker in, because Dico's on the bench or if Obi's on the bench I think that those three are a very good option to have behind and I could see Sacco settling in there I could see Van Lepara playing there, but not as much. I mean, I think Van Lepara's got to stick to where he is at the minute, and then maybe the other two switch a bit more. But generally, I think it was one of the better performances we've seen. I think the way he cut inside to people and got around people was, was fantastic. You know what it is really nice to see Wolves doing as well? Shooting. Mm. Mm. From those, from those mm. sort of yeah. players. Although I was expecting a goody or a 30-yard thunderbolt, especially near the yeah. end when they had that free kick. I was like, he seemed to, he wanted it a bit more than I thought he would mm. the other day. Yeah. I don't know if he feels like he's got something to prove at Molyneux, but I, I could. I, I felt like he wanted... Like to prove a point and yeah. say, F you. Mm. Was anyone else surprised, and I'm going to say Richard wasn't, because I want him to make his points, he's like, what the heck? Oh, uh, that Dico didn't come off the bench and yeah. really tried uh, to the defenders near the end. Kevin Dore came on instead. I thought Dore played well. I don't... Uh, he did one good he, pass out wide. Yeah. I, think he did I, I, I think he did anything. I think he took... I said now. I think he took the ball down well. I think he offered something in terms of they were looking for a more of a target man mm. up the top. And while I don't necessarily feel that... I think that... Afobi's the sort of player that I think he's more likely to run onto something. Mm. Whereas I think Doyle is the sort of player where you can knock the ball up to him and he'll take it down. I know you disagree, but I genuinely think he played reasonably well. I think the only difference is I think he's less likely to score than mm. any of the other forwards. Richard, what you concur Regan's point on that? Yeah, I mean, we've seen Doyle enough over the years. He's not gonna he's not gonna score us a goal when we needed it. But we were to all at that point. Now, the game could have gone either way. And I think having Doyle on did give us a bit of both. So he did make us a bit more defensive on one hand. But, you know, he's still an international striker. Um, He's still got the quality. And I think there was a point in about... I I wouldn't be disappointed if we stayed in the Championship. Truth be told, I wouldn't want him on the same money. Anywhere near like the same money. But I wouldn't be disappointed to see him sign another contract. Finish your point, Rich. Yeah, um, I was going to say there was a point where like he got the ball back, it, balls come deep, um, he had to come quite deep for the ball, but he just flicked out wide to Van Le Parra. It might have been for Van Le Parra's um, one way he got Rick sent off. Possibly, yeah. Um, but I just couldn't have seen someone like Henry or even Edwards just being able to have that bit of class just to, and that assurance to do it. Mm. Um, I just thought bringing Dicko on could have rattled I don't defence. Think, I, think, I, think, yeah. I, I actually think... Both defences were the best. Yeah. It was the attack that benefited best. Which so, were the best of both teams. I that's why I thought there could have been a lot more goals on either I side. I think we've had goal. it a couple of times this season. I think Forrest is a good... When we played Forrest at home, we lost 3-0. And Jacket, when we were 1-0 down, went for the win. 
he brought on two up front and we just conceded two and we had no we couldn't respond he doesn't seem to want to make an and, at, at attacking no, like a, a risky change and he would have rather say. and I think he would have I think it was at a point where we sort of settled for the point I'd have, t- I'd have took the point um, if you, I mean we should have been because Watford were settling for the point because they took off their um, full back on the other side didn't they sort of in the five minutes from the time so they were settling for the point I don't see anything wrong with bringing on Doyle. You say it's half attacking, it's half defensive. I mean, we did have Dicko on the bench. I'm not sure if Dicko was fully fit, to be honest. No, well, I think Dicko was there if, if, if we, we, we were like, we were chasing, yeah. chasing. Yeah. Um, did anyone else come off well in the game against Watford? Kevin McDonald, for example, Matt Doherty. Kevin McDonald. I thought Matt Donald played really well in the mm. centre of the park. I thought both had a, mm. had very good games. Um, FLB, first half, second half, he had little service. Van der Parra played well. Henry, I thought, I thought Saka had a poor game. Saka, yeah, Saka yeah. was anonymous, I thought. Yeah, first half. Apart well, from yeah. sort of when he ended up in the right-back position and then dribbled mm. past a couple of players quite late on. He did put one dangerous ball in the first yeah. half, which was really dangerous, in that corridor of uncertainty which nobody was attacking. But yeah. apart from that, you know, you would. I was expecting a lot more from Saka mm. on Saturday. I was going to say, go, drag it back to Van der Parra again. Do you think he'd get a lot less stick if he actually scored goals? So, like, Bakary Sacco, yes. you know, it, you let Bakary Sacco off a lot of things because, you know, he gets you 10 goals a season. Yeah. Van der Power isn't doing that for us. But it's he's a, getting, good, it's, it's but, a really good point, but he, Yeah, smart-ass. But, he's, get, but he's, getting the assi- <laughs> he's getting the assists that Sacco's yeah. probably not getting. Has, hasn't he got, like, 11 or 10 or 11 I think it's 10. Yeah, I think he has. Which is, that, that's a higher amount yeah. of assists. I think he's that up there with McDonald's now, isn't he? Just to finish Watford off, do you think this game, with a, a couple of games we've seen, has really shown how Wolves' performance levels, how everyone seems to be clicking with each other, is really increasing? I think that's one of the best. Mm. Okay, we didn't win, but how people were passing the ball between mm. each other, the work rate was one of the best we're still we've li- seen all season. We're still liable for a bad day, mm. but on a good on a good day, we're as good as anyone in that league. Mm. That's a, you know, Watford. Are, one of the strongest teams in the division. And they are a good team. Yeah. And to match them, if not slightly outperform them, fair enough we had home advantage. We've I been, think we've, that's that's a positive side. You can take positive yeah. from that. I mean we've got four points out of so, this season yeah. red joint top. And we've yeah, we've we've made them, we've made them look average but at points in both games. Mm-hmm. I mean admittedly they've hit the crossbar in both games. The one thing I did want to say is and I forgot to mention is a key Chania. Must be the fastest sub I've ever seen. Did he come on? Or no, but he was when he was warming up. Christ, I hope he didn't come up against. Remember, he, he frigging blitzed that Germany defence, didn't he? Like, mm. He wasn't even there. So, with uh, a new feature we want to bring this week, which we mentioned last week, is what we heard from the stands, everybody. So we wanted you... <laughs> we needed you. <laughs> Look at the smile <laughs> on his little face. Right? What <laughs> we heard from the stands. That's the official jingle now. <laughs> Copyright that. So we mentioned it on the podcast last week. We wanted you to tell us any funny shouts, jokes, chants that you heard people doing in the stands at the game against Watford. And you told us on Twitter. Um, I will come to you, gentlemen, if you heard anything uh, in, a sh- in a second. But let's start off with uh, Twitter. Martin Brazer. Uh, with the score at 1-1, just heard a bloke say in the toilet, we need that second goal if we want to win this game. Well, I mean, oh, come on! I was expecting something groundbreaking. No, but no, but you see, they get chatted up in the toilet by toaster walls. But then again, I don't think we're in a position to 
slight stating the obvious because I bet we've done that yeah. many, <laughs> many times over the years. Um, Gary WWFC said uh, a kid shouting boo at Gomez in the north upper bank at the goal kick like that was going to put him off what was in boo yeah. not boo <laughs> boo <laughs> I'm not really one for uh, this is not the tweet by the way I'm not really one for insulting players but if it's done with some you know thought a yeah, a bit of creativity yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it so this is where this one comes in the shouts of tosser in the South Bank at Tozer <laughs> taking yeah. a corner which I thought was very good um, very Steve funny Ryan, yeah, that was from Tanner do we do FC no sorry that was from Adam95 Tanner do we do FC said um, there was a chant to wake up if you love the wolves sang to the guy in the South Bank that fell asleep yeah. and slept through all the singing oh, um, Steve 01270 said somebody said which one's a stand Cully stand whilst inside the North Bank uh, Rob Fletcher our very Rob Fletcher uh, heard someone say, if he comes near you, rip his head off, which was actually himself shouting that out. Um, Luke, you uh, Hang on. heard something. What do you mean he heard someone <laughs> say, oh, and then it was him? Uh, Luke, uh, I've got one here that you've heard someone say. Do you want to say it? Yeah, um, there's a guy, he's about two or three rounds behind me. Um, he was talking to his son or nephew, or a young child anyway. Mm. Um, and he says, oh yeah, because we signed... Um, Dicko from Rotherham, which is kind of kind true, of true. accidentally yeah, true. true, and um, and Sacco, which I'm from, he used to play in Marley, which I suppose again probably is true. <laughs> he, I suppose he has played in Marley, but obviously he didn't say it in that context. So, so it wasn't really a funny thing. We just no, he was we, just some it was funny like until I broke movies. it down <laughs> and then started to unravel it myself and make myself look like uh, I did it more than anything. Wolves Babble have said somebody behind him said uh, McDonald's is rubbish we need a real midfielder and then later mistook Price for McDonald's. Yeah, it was hard. Oh, proper fan then. Yeah. Simba Wolf eighty four said his personal favourite was Henry's bloody useless and all he's worried about is Comey's hair. Yeah but I mean if you I, had I, hair like that you'd be worried about Comey's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did anyone else hear any funny things from the stand? I, I, I said I heard snap, crash and pop as much air broke, but that's about... Um, and whilst it's not so much I heard, the look on the steward's face as I walked down holding a seat <laughs> was frankly priceless as he looked more dazed and confused. Anyone else? I had, in about the 10th minute, um guy two seats next to me, he's a bit of a Dave Ed- Edwards hater, said, I don't care what any of you think, Dave Edwards has no place for um, in this midfield now that James Henry is there. At half time, he said, "I think we might need a J- Dave Edwards sort of player in here. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's doing a good job, Henry. Now, <laughs> he sort of no, had this no. massive swing in the second half as well. He just could not make his mind up. And that's what we heard in the stands this week. Which I think, you know, first week, just need to get it bedded in. Yeah, yeah, I'll give yeah. it. I think know, plus. So for the next game, if you go to Brighton away, tell us the things you heard in the standing room. We'll read the best ones out on our podcast next time. No. So at the weekend, Wolves travel away to Brighton. Uh, Brighton 19th in the league at the moment, nine points off relegation. Uh, they've actually got a game tonight, as recording the podcast, away to Reading. Uh, last five record is draw, win, win, loss, win. And their last game, uh, they actually beat Derby at home 2-0, which is a great result for them. A uh, bit more stable under Chris Hewton. Uh, Dunk is still their top scorer with seven. Good manager, Chris Hewton. Oh, is Dunk a centre-back? Yeah. He is, yes. Yeah. I thought Chris Hewton's done a, a good job, hasn't he, with Brighton? I know they're still mixing it around mm. there, but he's really kind of dragged them out of that relegation zone. And he's a good uh, he's a good manager. Obviously, last time at Molyneux, it was a 1-1 draw, um, and we're last, it's one, cool. one of the last games under Sammy Hippier. Uh, Denny Barr with a late goal to earn It's currently a 0-0 draw after... 
three minutes, so and that's surprising. And that's Reading six Brighton. Brighton. Which, by listening to this podcast, you'll know what the official score was. Um, what do we think of Brighton this season so far? They've, they've done all right. You know, okay, in the relegation kind of battle, but they seem to be probably going to be safe enough now. Yeah, I think there's three teams worse than them. I don't think they'd have beaten us if they didn't have Dan and Ben on loan. Mm. So they lost him sort of, what, January? Because he went to Derby? Scoring, he was scoring a few goals to Derby, wasn't he? Yeah, but their form's dried up, hasn't it? They're a bit... I mean, I think the thing is that... Like, I think they're a bit like Blues. I think they've got They've managed to turn around what could have potentially been an awful season for them by bringing in a well-respected and decent manager. Mm. However, I think they're just kind of stuck as, as they are really for now. I think they're going to end up being there, once again, there or thereabouts. And it'd be nice to go there and pick up three points. And they've had some good recent results in that kind of battle where they are. The big Leeds uh, team at home. They had that big game with Birmingham where they won 4 3. Which... What team for the weekend for Wolves then? Do we keep it the same as. Any, any news on why I offer was. Um, wasn't in contention on Saturday? I don't know. I haven't heard anything actually. Anyone else? He wasn't even in the squad, was he? Any ITKs out there? No? No, the, 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 the Eel was on the bench. I was quite happy to see the Eel on the bench. Yeah. I always liked to see the Team for Saturday then. Do we keep it the same with Watford? Because kind of, you've had that Jack Price kind of defensive bit in there, but you've got the attacking prowess up front. Um, is Scott Carborn injured? No, he's on the bench. No, no, was a, I'll say this for him. Hawks was all right the other day. Yeah, I thought he was. one of his better games. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's good when he's defensive. I've got, I don't think anyone's got any questions about that. I have. As a defensive left back, I have lots of very important and serious questions <laughs> however as a defender once again I'd go, I'd go on to state this and think I think we found a, I also always found a, a home at right back mm. for me Horse will go on to be our starting centre back within the next two or three seasons so back to Brighton sorry yeah. but I'd, I'd, I'd bring in Goldborn mm. um, just because I think we are going to have a bit more attacking impetus against them as opposed to when we played Watford mm. so I think I might have a bit more of an attacking fullback. Anyone else? At all? Apart from tweets. Um, Sorry. Um, would you bring? Would you bring Dicko back in? Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't change anything necessarily going forward. Mm. I mean, we're, we're playing well with the two attacking strike with the two strikers switching between the two. However, I've got to say this: when a foul come in, I wouldn't have thought that a foul would have been my, stri- my first pick of striker no. straight away. <coughs> I did. Is it? it. (laughs) Speechless. Oh, you got one right. (laughs) Yeah, so it could be you you keep Dicko on the bench and then you bring him on to, like I was trying to say for Watford, to rattle the defensive. It's quite an impressive bloke to bring on. It'll be a tough game of the weekend, though, won't it? Because Brighton are fighting, still fighting relegation. They've, they've got to get that certainty, haven't they? Yeah. I think at this level, Dave, every game's a tough game. I don't think there's any easy games in this division, Dave. Um, ten games, you, you ten. know, you know, um, you know, it's going to be a tough weekend. I mean, there's a long journey down there, and the hotel might not be very good, you know. So, I mean, it could it could go either way. You know, you've got to treat every team in this league with the respect they deserve, because you know, on the day, any team can beat any team. That's the thing with this division, Dave. Any team can beat any team, like Luke's just said. Oh, um, no, I think. I think it's it's a game that we need to be looking to win. Mm. You know, I would have liked three points against Watford, but. A point is still not a bad yeah. result, but I think against Brighton, I think the teams down there, if we are gonna, um, you know, creeping through the back door, 
the sort of game that we need to be winning if we are going to make a serious push for the playoffs now. I mean, I was looking at the fixtures the other day. Everyone in the top seven, they've still all got to play each other mm. three or four times. Mm. There's some really entertaining fixtures that are coming, which, from a Wolves point of view, because we're outside the top six, plays into our, our, like, plays into our hands, mm. I feel, because teams are going to be dropping points. Mm. And if we can just get a bit of momentum, then I can see us finishing fifth or sixth. But we need to be putting teams like Brighton to bed. But how close is it, that, that top six? Is it oh. fifth to top is all split point. by points? Oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's, ama- it's going to be a really exciting finish for this season. Yeah. Have we got Sheffield Wednesday on Tuesday as well? Yes, yeah, yes we and then we have Derby on the Friday night. Hoo-hoo, interesting times ahead for us. Let's do predictions for Brighton at the weekend then. Rich, what scoreline are you going to predict? 1-0 Wolves. 1-0 Wolves. Goal scorer? A phobie. A phobie. Classic. Luke Regan? I predict it's going to rain. Score win? I haven't got to say that for quite a while, actually. Score win. Prediction? 2-1. 2-1. Wolves. Yeah, there we go. And Luke Thompson? I offered to score first, by the way. Oh. I'm going to go against Grain and do something I've never done on this podcast before, I don't think. What, talk of sense and logic? Yes. <laughs> I think... I've got a feeling that Brighton might really burst our bubble and beat us 2-1. Ooh. And wow. they'll completely derail us. How dare you. How dare you. Um, Ass. I'm going to go for a one all draw. I, I can't see Wolves winning, annoyingly. Yeah. But oh well. That's how we... I'd take a draw away, though. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we've got a win against Sheffield Wednesday, though. Um, and that's all then this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Football Fancast Show. And click uh, like. Exactly. And check out our latest blogs and match reports at wallsfancast.com. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website to be built, check out operacreative.com. And we'll be back next week to review those games against Brighton and Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, but for this so week. We're going to say against Brighton and Home Albion. I could have said that. I could have been, you know, you know, really given the correct name, but I just started not to. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll blame you, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for this week, it's bye from Rich. Goodbye, everyone. Bye from Regan. Zero. Bye from Luke. See you later. As bye from me. We'll see you next week.